Hello and welcome to I can't remember the name of the podcast. Gone to shite. Gone to shite. Yeah, my memory is obviously gone, gone to, to shite. shite. Yeah, on this week's show, we're going to be discussing the uh, the nineties, early two thousands hit that was Friends. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, for any new listeners there, don't forget to hit the, the like and subscribe button. I feel like we need to be saying this for some reason, even though I don't think people are kind of like... No one pays any ...stupid or something, yeah, you know, exactly. where you it's, I think yeah, everyone else seems to do it, so you kind of go, oh, maybe you should be doing this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, leave us a review, a good review, <laughs> not a bad review. Uh, but uh, yeah, or leave a comment below telling us mm. something. About, something about you say your deepest darkest secret mm. um, because just like friends we'll be there for you yes we promise we won't blackmail you or use your deepest darkest secret against you in any kind of nope. cult like way possible mm. um, um, on that note well, uh, we've also joined the really in a UFO cult <laughs> <laughs> we met up with some of them they had some uh, very persuasive arguments yes um <laughs> But uh, yeah, this week's show, we're going to be talking about Friends. Um, for people who, like, everyone knows who Friends are. I suppose the whole thing with one of the main points with Friends that I'd like to... I don't think there will ever be a show as popular as Friends again. Mm. I think it was probably at that last moment in history where he had syndication was a thing. Um, it was like TV, so everyone was watching it. Yeah, everyone was watching it at the yeah. same time and everyone was watching it weekly and talking yeah. about what happened the next week mm. and all the rest. Yeah. But then after the run of it, because it was so successful, the same was with Seinfeld and mm. Cheers, I suppose, with syndication. Yeah. Um, where it's like the, the show was played all around the world and mm. people like constantly played. Like where we were, kind of like the, there was a Channel 4 and Channel 4 had a, an offshoot channel called More 4 that used to just play uh, non-stop like yeah, yeah, reruns of comedies and yeah stuff, and yeah. like Friends was like they'd have Friends weekends Heavy so rotation. it would be like 24 hours a day Friends so you just end up because I fucking hated Friends when it was on mm. originally um, the first two seasons maybe I wasn't I, I just thought oh god this is schmaltzy it seemed like <laughs> it was nearly another show we're going to have coming up soon is about grunge but mm. it nearly seemed to me at the time that it was like exploiting the grunge um, kind of scene you know even though that they didn't Hell? have grunge yeah. it was just there were, singles came out mm. before and I kind of thought because I liked singles the movie mm. at the time um, people like, it's a Cameron Crowe movie about like young singles in the mm. it's very similar to Friends I think it's hard to look at Friends if you've seen singles and go mm. It has to be some way kind of like influenced by it. Um, like there's six friends in it as well. Mm-hmm. And there is different kind of, uh, you know, the characters are different, but there has to be some um, thing. But that's what it felt like to me. And as well, it was overly small. See, the first season was, I think as it developed, it got less. And as well, coming for me, I was like a big Seinfeld fan. Yeah. Fran. Um, Fran and, Yeah, and like Seinfeld, it was just like there were all these horrible characters in it at the time, and mm. there and then like and you friends, friends that are all like, oh, and, yeah. I love you. I love you yeah, guys. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you like it when it started? I did. Yeah, like I mean, I would have been in secondary school when it was sort of you know at its peak and all the rest. So it would have been a thing like you go into school on the Monday morning or whatever. And it's like, oh my god, did you see what happened on Friends the other night? Oh. Um. So and it was like. I mean, fucking, you had all these kids kind of going, No, oh, I think I'm more of a Monica. What do you do? Do you think you're a bit of a Phoebe? Oh, I think I'm a bit of a Chandler. And I, you know, that was, I think, the sort of probably the winning aspect of it as well. It had these six characters that everyone could relate to in some way. If you were, if you're a bit of a nerd and into sort of mm. your history or a Ross, if you're a bit of a, you know, sorry, you've taught yourself you're a quick wit. Oh, look, I'm like Chandler. Ho, ho, ho. But of course, to be um, thinking of yourself like Chandler, you had to be a bit of a Chandler as well, didn't you? Yeah, uh, you had to be kind of like, oh, I'm the funny one where it's like, no, you're not the funny one. Exactly. If, if you think you're the funny one, you're not you're the not funny one. You're not the funny one, one exactly. Uh, but the same for the girls as well. I mean, they had the sort of the, the ditzy kind of the, the blondie, well, I won't say blondie, bimboy type one who actually 
actually had a heart of gold with Rachel and then you had sort of more down to earth one who she was funny because she was chubby when she was younger and mm. she's a bit of a clean freak and then you have you know sort of the hippy dippy well I think Monica's Phoebe. Chandler was late developing where it's like all that stuff about her being fat and so it was the same mm. with Ross I think it was I can't remember it was either because we've just finished re-watching now the entire all, all series, series yeah. um, but like their characters like they were very different I think at the start mm. which most sitcoms like um, they developed over time played to their strengths and stuff yeah, Ross's just character, character like he was the best trajectory yeah. ever in it I think yeah he just started off as your general sort of a hangdog kind of nerd mm. and uh, by the end of it then he was like this hilarious sort of psycho you know but him and Rachel break it like I mean the whole thing was hanging on really for season one and mm. season two Ross and Rachel getting together that's all that yeah. everyone was so and Rachel's fucking hair at the time mm. I seem to remember it's like oh my god how did Rachel get her hair cut yeah. um, but that was like the big that was Ross and Rachel Rossiter. So it was nearly like a soap opera more mm. than a sitcom. Will they, won't they? Oh my God, yeah. are they going to kiss her? And then after they broke up, I think that's when the, the show became really good. Yeah. Like, like looking back on it, season one was good as well. Mm. Season two. You can see the money thrown into it though because even in season one they had like guest stars in it mm. and season two then were really so glad like with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I know people nowadays might go, oh fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme. But back in the day. But like back yeah. in the day, yeah. And, um, Big star. Oh God! Uh, what's her name? Uh, Aaron Brockovich, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. You know people like that, and like Julia Roberts at that stage, yeah, she was. Longest. You couldn't get a bigger star yeah. than Julia Roberts. Hmm. Um, which it's really weird with a lot of these stars, where you kind of look back and kind of go, "Geez, they're not like they're still brilliant actors, but well, maybe other than John Coffin, <laughs> but you know they're not." Um, as big like Julia Roberts ain't like or maybe she is I don't know I think people just had their heyday didn't they I mean like mm. you know you would have had there's loads of different like we did McPherson pop up at one stage as well like, George you know? Clooney yeah like you, yeah. Did, you had, did have a lot of people just popping in Bruce Willis you know in mm. later days and all the rest of Vladimir Putin that episode <laughs> whereas yes. they tortured Ross's monkey kind of saying that he was a spy mm. Mm. Absolutely, but yeah, I mean, it was bizarre, I suppose, as well. Happened now that you mentioned Marcel the monkey, that that was just a random subplot thrown in that Ross just got a monkey and was like, "Yep, yeah, fine." Just... I'm sure that was part of the thing where they were like, "Monkies are really hot right now." If we get, if we get monkeys in it, because <laughs> a lot Marcel, of the first so season right and now. second season, there was parts where it kind of felt nearly. I know they were saying it's um the 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 piece I can't take it. It was Marta. Kaufman yeah those people that were involved that they were saying it was their thing that they were but like you know your studios with it there was so much money put into that like mm. Friends was everywhere like even before they, it started they the, the, the advertisement actually, yeah were they the ones the first ones to get a million per episode each I think wasn't it no was in Seinfeld like they would have been right. at, but at, like Seinfeld I think the last season they were getting um, big money mm. uh, Cheers probably as well definitely mm. I think because that was the whole thing when you look back at like the, the history of Seinfeld where Larry David was always going how come Ted Danson gets this and they're like well, Ted Danson's a star here in the fucking um, but yeah I think probably not I think it was well before the last season like they were it, it's probably strange for people who weren't around at the time but like they were everywhere super they were, famous yeah. it was like it was just fucking like a, I mean for people to come from because none of them were really big stars beforehand which was I suppose uh, a sort of a thing that they actually did purposefully as well mm. later, so one person wouldn't overshadow the rest of the cast yeah, you know but as well as probably getting cheaper people of course, you know? yeah. but like I mean they were like I mean to go from that that level of fame mm. where they were like even we were looking at the reunion and uh, Matt Blank was saying about one day he was sitting down and there was like fucking six houses kind of like shots of and he was like it was all their houses on the news and from helicopters and yeah, he's like what he the like, fuck is going there's on there's a helicopter outside my house um, but it was it was like everyone was just mm. friends crazy caught on them and mm. their lives their personal lives were held under micro and I think it's in fairness to them there was never anything if there was something bad mm. it would have fucking came out yeah. because they were under such scrutiny yeah. there was never anything going to I did really come across that they were probably in their own little kind of shit and they still seem fairly close kind of from mm. the reunion thing apart from well Mattel or not Mattel Blank uh, Matthew Perry who's dead now mm. um, oh you died well, only a few very, months ago very recently I know very yeah. and I 
it was shocking at the time as well but I think if it was anybody else people probably would have been more shocked which yeah. is terrible but he always had his demons and his struggles yeah, there was always drug problems yeah. and alcohol problems even like your friends that yeah. was what like the, the tabloid press used to cover a lot when yeah. you were looking back at friends you can kind of see it yeah. with him at points where he's like a bit puffy and stuff where you kind of go oh whatever, yeah that yeah. would have been that time and like we were only saying there was one season I think like now fucking Monica and Rachel they were like nothing in it anyway but they were told at one point that they were too heavy yeah lose and, more weight and lose more weight and now they looked actually there was one season where they looked really unhealthy and yeah. you kind of go what the f- who the fuck was saying that to I these know. people I know jeez like, Monica turns sideways and you can't see her kind yeah. of thing you know there's just this weird pressure on women to all mm. the time you must oh, be thinner be this be that you know be toothier mm. be boobier you know be you know big hairier and all but the these were people that were at the top of their fame yeah. that they were never unlike me I think really consistently from season one maybe season two when they got massive mm. to the end of friends it was big big they didn't mm. seem to have any layoff of it or kind of no, like get any no kind of like massive kind of criticism of it. like, like yeah. say with the office like with the office um mm. after michael scott left yeah the um, american office yeah, yeah the, people were like oh it's gone shit which it did that yeah. season then the last season kind of came back and saved mm. it a bit but it's there's nothing like I found the second last season of Friends when we're looking at all right they focused too much on the relationships again I think it was like whoever was showrun that season didn't have a fucking clue what they're doing it was all over the place I think it was really misjudged to have Joey and Rachel and then kind of Mm -hmm. like in the last season they were like how do we write ourselves out of this yeah let's get back out of this corner yeah where you see that happen constantly for anyone who wants to kind of look at a show where you can see the difference in showrunners that Mm -hmm. had the impact that's look at fucking Supernatural yeah like there's 15 seasons of it and when it jumps from uh, when Kripke left in season yeah. 5 and season 6 where it came back totally different show absolutely yeah it wasn't as good and then it progressively it had, got it, yeah. worse it had its upswings again but yeah. it had very very severe downswings yeah but like you know there was one where the, you could see it, it's like people would write themselves in a the corner with stuff and then someone would come in and go we gotta fucking try and get this show under control let's bring it back to the basics or whatever mm. and they try and get rid of all these things but it take nearly half a season to write to out to untangle and explain yeah. yeah exactly and then by the time they're after doing you know where it was just like yeah. so you can see kind of like sometimes that people are respective are respectful of the, the mythology of shows yeah. or kind of like what they lay down they can yeah, fucking get into yeah or true to the character into. I suppose yeah because yeah, there's a lot of times with Supernatural where it's like Dean wouldn't have done that Sam wouldn't yeah. have done that why would Castiel do that and you mm. know it's but they they made it really overly yeah. complicated as mm. well at one point but like in Friends I think uh, season mm. 10 but was there 11 seasons but exactly. it was the was second last season yeah. anyway where they had that whole thing with Rachel and Joey yeah, when they got together really and which sort of out of left field yeah yeah it just didn't see it, I think they're probably panicking they probably want to show Joey maturing a little bit because mm. like up to then he was just the how you doing kind of yeah. playboy and all the rest and he never really had serious relationships mm. so maybe it was like alright oh, we've got to try and do this I know? think they were after they probably because when uh, Monica and Chandler got together mm. I think they, they kind of went where's the drama reaction. yeah um, so they were probably like maybe if we do the same with because they had Phoebe with Mike and then they tried to cause the drama with that as well by breaking them up where it's like sometimes you don't need to do this shit mm. kind of with, which that season was all about the drama endless drama yeah. yeah whereas like you look at the, the office the office is most successful with Pam and Jim when they got together and it was like they're not going to have any they love each mm. other they're just going to fucking it's, yeah there's not going to be yeah. any great big fucking arguments but I suppose as well looking back I mean like the whole thrust of the show was um, kind of I think the high concept for it or whatever was like um, it's that period of your life where your friends are your family mm. and it is it's like it's in your sort of 20s where you're after leaving the nest of your own house and it's before you settle down with your, your sort of your long term partner mm. you start having the kids and buying the houses and stuff so I suppose looking back on that I can remember a lot of people at that age were full of fucking drama it was always like oh, oh god, god. Yeah. Yeah. and you know especially in little groups like that it did end up getting very incestuous you'd have like fucking somebody be dating someone one week and then they'd split up and the friend group would be sort of rattled and then they'd start going with someone else so in, in that way it rings kind of true to me at some point oh know? yeah 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 but it, it's just kind of like following the way that the mm. show was to going back to that mm. you know where the show I, I don't know it was after finding I think a, a maturity level mm with them all and then it was just like you don't really need to be doing you know you don't need to be creating these issues yeah for to kinda, battle because against. they're all in their 30s at this stage as yeah. well you know where yeah. it was like they were kind of like at the point of, and it just didn't really seem like the kind of thing that they would be doing I don't mm. know but other than that it's I suppose who's your favourite character 
I see it changes every day. Like, I mean, but at the end, it probably is Ross, to be honest with you, because it is. He he just seemed to be so hilarious as he went further and further along and get further and further upset into his, you know, sort of psychosis. And he, I think he was just willing to do a lot more than some of the other characters. Like, he, I mean, the leather pants episode was fucking He hysterical. was fucking brilliant. It was just physical comedy. Looking at the, yeah, the thing about him, like I didn't realise um, how highly regarded he was as well as a comedian and kind of like that they really, out mm. of all of them, they were like really going after him to be in it. Mm. Um, he was the first one signed on and it Ross yeah. was actually written with him in mind I think they actually had to mm. convince him to come back uh, apparently I think he was saying he had some really horrible experience with TV and he was like no nope, I'm going back I'm doing stage I'm doing mm. theatre and that's it so they had to really persuade him to come back and they're like look we wrote it specially for you please come back he was fucking and brilliant it's, it's great that he did yeah he was, like I t- do think it because it, when they got away from having him as this lovesick fucking puppy, mm, puppy say, yeah. to this kind of that he could snap and just getting into when he was getting into the wacky adventures yeah it was like he was he was far funnier I think than Chandler yeah Chandler I think at the time because there wasn't really characters like that yeah the kind of uh, the sarcastic kind of like oh here's mm, a quick snappy comeback kind of a thing yeah um, like he, a lot of people love Chandler and Joey but mm. when you go back looking at it now like Chandler is probably my least favourite character mm. and he becomes like a little bit overly emasculated as it goes on yeah they just... kind of play into the whole I mean I know they had the whole thing like you know Chandler is that a girl's name and all mm. this but they did kind of play into the whole you know he can't do anything he's not a manly man mm. or anything like that but um, I suppose for Ross like I mean it was I just used to find it absolutely hysterical because you knew people like him as well oh god that yeah. had their PhDs and they were like into their sense not looking at anyone here yes. you know sort of all this it was just anything that he actually put his hand to you kind of go that's spot on he I was, know somebody like that and that's the way they act so pretentious this is in, it yeah and full of himself and so like yeah. yes I'm so in touch with my feelings I was like no you're not but like even with the kind of like I do karate mm. yeah, there was like the character was so well realised whereas mm. like with Chandler and Joey I think they were just Joey's character fleshed out uh, as well really really the came end, along yeah. like a mm. lot over the, the whole kind of show mm. um Phoebe's character well Phoebe's character there wasn't a lot of growth and there was points mm. um, with her where she'd have kind of like certain things but there wasn't anything I think she always felt a bit kind she of was just in the background the, yeah, she was the always outside. kind of the outsider but I think as well she was probably the one as well who kind of held her ground the most she was her own person and she mm. didn't do anything to fall in with the rest of the crowd and she was known as the weird one because she'd whatever she was thinking she'd just say it and mm. she's like well fuck it I've had a tough life I'm just going to do what I want to do from now on which is pretty admirable in itself that she did have this horrible supposed backstory life and all the rest and she just turned out to be such a, a lovely hippy dippy you know sort of at one with the world kind of a character but it's, it's like I mean I suppose the whole thing really it was Rachel's show from yeah the start because like I mean the it whole was, thing was started, yeah, Rachel the coming episode, in after that running away from her wedding, so yeah. for a long time they focused a lot on Rachel mm. I have the same fairness looking back to it because for a long time you used to think oh Jesus Jennifer Aniston fucking mm. she was very funny actually very, very bits, funny, like, yeah. and she did when like she developed a character as she kind of came into herself with it probably around season two as well mm. when they got away from the whole kind of just being after men thing like she, yeah. she well, you could see she like I mean I suppose she probably did very well afterwards mm. like starring in films and stuff she can yeah. act like they can all act mm. um it's like Matt LeBlanc seems to be out of the whole lot and didn't have much of a career afterwards uh, of course there's a spin-off Joey which didn't really do all yeah, that great I think that kind of yeah. really hurt him like mm. because it was Joey was probably one of the most popular and as well it would have been Frasier would have been mm. like the, the thing for Cheers that went on it was probably more popular than Cheers mm. and probably laid down that pathway saying right kind of like have your popular characters come out of it and do their own thing yeah. and Joey was a fucking mess yeah. um, of a show uh, I remember yeah you know, I don't think I even followed it at the time mm. looked at a couple of episodes and was like this is bad yeah. bad like, having said that again we watched the, the reunion which happened only recently not mm. just towards the end of Covid and he he seemed probably one of the best adjusted out of because oh, yeah. he was the one that didn't have any plastic surgery he'd mm. aged gracefully enough he was gone grey well I don't think Phoebe spread. had any plastic yeah, surgery yeah himself and Phoebe yeah. yeah and again I suppose the two like I mean she was always sort of seen as the no I'm fine well I think I'm she was older than a lot of them as mm. well was the, the thing I think mm. she was like not like by a lot but like yeah. I think she might have been in her 30s when they started you know, right. or the rest of them were okay. in their 20s mm. yeah um with it so she probably mm. you know I don't mm. know she always just seemed slightly and even when they were more at, sensible or something yeah, yeah. Um, 
slightly more out of the group yeah. as well with stuff. But yeah, Matt LeBlanc. Well, Matt LeBlanc did Top Gear and he did a load of other shows. Yeah, right? It's not like true. he was doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Perry, yeah, I think from all accounts, don't want to speak ill of the dead, but he kind of shot himself in the foot. He had like a shot at Hollywood. He was in a couple of big Hollywood mm. movies and apparently his behaviour on set was mm. like, wasn't the best and kind of like, you know, finished him off that no one really wanted to work with him mm. um, from different reports on it. Um, as well, Matthew Perry, kind of before he died, he released a biography. I haven't read it, but people that have talked about, they were saying that, like, it's not something that you should... You know, well, he didn't paint himself in glory, was yeah. it? Yeah. Well, no, I think it was just he didn't paint other people in glory. Was right. a lot of things. I think he slagged off an awful lot of people saying that they were talentless and he was more talented and more deserving than them. <laughs> you know, there was mm. a lot of stuff in it. And, and like, I mean, the thing is, I don't know. I haven't read it, but like, you could see it even on the the reunion show. People didn't seem to want to spend as much time with him as they were spending with each other. Well, I suppose that's. I mean, you, you can infer. I suppose lots of different things. Really, when you look mm. at it, if you just have different ideas in your mind, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, it was it was absolutely tragic though because he did seem to be a likable, funny guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You there know? was there was no fucking shit about him being on like Epstein's Island yeah. or <laughs> anything like that. Like I do think it's people handle fame differently, mm. and like I don't know how you could handle with that level of fame going from. Mm. anonymity nearly to like yeah. everybody knowing your face and everybody talking about you like they know you and mm. you know media stalking you around yeah. just to try and see you falling out of a nightclub or and something and then like afterwards when yeah, that's gone away down, yeah. to try and kind of fit in and people are like oh well like you're never going to have that like Jennifer Aniston definitely was in like mm. a ton of films Courtney Cox did extremely well for yeah. David Schwimmer went on as a director mm. um, with stuff and he was very successful as a director mm. Matt LeBlanc he had Joey and like yeah, um, yeah Top Gear as you said yeah Phoebe She's had a couple of different shows mm. as well on movies and stuff. But like Metal Bank was in like movies. Um, but it's just, you know, I suppose mm. people struggle mm. with stuff. So well, that's the thing. I think when you hit that big that early in your career, very little is going to compare to it afterwards. They're no, all in their right. 20s. They're all absolute mega stars. They're in mm. everybody's home every, I don't know, whatever night it showed, Saturday night, Thursday night, whatever. Everybody was familiar with him. Everyone thought they knew him. So then when that all ends, it's very hard to deal with that yeah. and to try and replicate that. Level of and as well, it wasn't, like we were saying, it wasn't just an American or a Western mm. world phenomenon. It was a global phenomenon. Yeah, it was. Uh, like yeah. it was, like Friends was massive over in Japan and Korea mm. and a lot of, because of syndication. Mm. And I suppose it is like you were saying at the start, but it's like everyone can see themselves in different mm. Um, once you know they got that very right uh, with it but it's when the characters they're all really likeable that's the thing like I mean what I can remember and another thing as well which probably helped was they re- they did release friends in box sets as well which mm. you could rent when we used to have video stores you could rent them from video stores they, that's right they would have been some mm. of the first ones that you could get yeah. they were fucking ever and they were cheap to buy as that's well that's what I was yeah. going to say as well because um, that was like it was my comfort thing when I was in college if I was like trying to go through a stressful period trying to get assignments done or something like that I'd be like fuck it I'm just going to rent you know a box set of friends now I'm going to sit down with a drink or something like that and just chill out and you know kind of you know just comedy take your mind off things and like I would have rented out trends numerous times different box sets and then of course what happens is the video stores they sell off their old stock so I ended up getting a load of box sets to friends for like fucking three quid or something like that each which was brilliant at the time and I think that kind of helped as well because like I passed it on then to I have a younger cousin who was maybe 10 well, years she younger was than mad me into friends, wasn't yeah. she? and yeah, so yeah, I yeah. passed it on to her and now there's a whole new generation again of like you know Gen Z and all the rest are kind of they're going through their retro mm. phase and they're back to discover in the 90s again they're all like yeah friends is brilliant so it's just it's one of these things well, that that's, keeps it's, going it's one of like I mean as popular as Seinfeld is and as popular as Seinfeld was I I, I, I don't think people there's a certain type of person I think mm. every generation I think possibly because of Gen X it's that whole kind of yeah. sarcastic kind of like disengage with the world nihilism you know you know but it is it's, nice it's, people. People, it's like people loving like why I love um, mm. and you love it it's always sunny it's, they're fucked up they're flawed characters they're it's the same people, with, yeah. with like it's always sunny or, uh, yeah, sorry with, it, with Seinfeld they yeah. were like and even though as successful as Jerry is he's just he's still a horrible person at the yeah. core of it he's like you know uh, dumping women for the most like stupid mm. of reasons and you know sort of shitting all over other comedians mm. and yeah just generally and things constantly go wrong for oh, him like yeah. with George and Elaine even like mm. because Elaine was seen to be like together of, and successful yeah, and, and like Elaine just destroys her life fucking every step of the yeah. way there is always ruins her career yeah. exactly yeah 
but even the whole thing where it's like where I always love the episode where Elaine just fucked off mm. and where she was I'm not friends with you I've found kind of like oh yeah another friend the bizarro group, yeah. friends yeah. <laughs> yeah and then she's like pushing him like no and she's hurting him they're like my god why are you doing why this why are you so, so mean and so yeah. nasty you're such a horrible person and she's yeah. like oh god <laughs> yeah. I'll just go back to the nasty group of friends where it's kind of like in friends you didn't have their mm. Like so, I think for all generations, it's that kind of Disneyfication. Yeah, it's it's, it's feel good rather than, you know it's and it's mm. kind of like like I said, I used to it was my feel good kind of thing. It was mm. like my easy viewing kind of a thing, and it's just it's like sitting down with a lovely warm blanket and mm. just cuddling up and having like milk and cookies now, or something it's like that. Saying all that, one of the things that we were looking back on it, there is um, there's a lot of bits, and I'm surprised that people haven't went that's problematic nowadays. Yes, there's a lot of homophobic jokes and mm. and like. There's like nearly a little bit too much, even kind of like like where I'm kind of one of these. All oh, right, it's of its time, like mm. you know, it's people didn't. There is an awful lot of like, oh my god, that's gay, or oh my god, I yeah. can't do that, or oh, I'm wearing women's panties. Or yeah, whatever. there is a lot of yeah. where it's stuff where nowadays I'm surprised that like people haven't. I know it hasn't been like cancelled or something like that. Well, especially as well with like you know, sort of um, but uh, body acceptance and stuff yeah. like that. The amount of shit that like gets nibbled at yeah, Monica, Monica, yeah, when so. she was in the fat suit she was wearing, and mm. the terrible thing as well, like the fat suit that she was wearing at the time. That's probably what most of the population looks like now because it wasn't mm. actually all that fat, it just looks kind of chubby. But yeah. she was this appalling, like, you know, oh my god, she was to eat 20 cakes in one sitting, mm. and Ross is afraid of her eating him. Yeah, yeah, he used to dream I was getting eaten. It was mm. like, by what? By Monica. But that, that's the thing with friends as well. As it went on, it got more silly. Yeah, like the, there was more, so like Ross and Monica got really, really good. Their mm. relationship, even to the where was near the last season where they're talking about when they used to have the flashbacks yeah and they had that flashback and it was like uh, her first kiss was also Ross's first kiss you know <laughs> yeah. we were, accidentally yeah. kissed each other in yeah. the dark yeah um, but um, yeah but that was the thing as well I suppose that was something I thought was great all three women were very open to doing physical comedy and poking mm. fun of themselves and I think out of the three of them Monica was actually um, the she, best she was very Cox. very good she just yeah. she had this kind of I don't know she was just hilarious in the way she move at times she had this kind of gangly way of doing things and it was just she was all up for setting herself up Mm. like to be the butt of the joke you know which I think is great because normally women are you know they're in these kind mm. of things just to be sort of on the outside of things or there to be looked at or whatever and now of course the three girls are very pretty and there, there was that pressure mm. to like have different outfits every see or you know every show or whatever and do their hairstyles and all the rest but she was quite happy like you know oh my god they had to piss on me because I got stung by a jellyfish yeah, it's just all these kind of she things was, I, I think Courtney Cox was probably the best oh. out of like Monica's character especially the mm. way Monica's character went where she got kind so of neurotic. naughtier and yeah. naughtier and naughtier but there was one point I think when herself and Chandler got together it was in that season as well where it's quite obviously I think with a different showrunner or someone fucking around with the script she got kind of nearly really unlikable at one point she got she a was, trill I think yeah and, yeah and it was like that's not Monica Monica's mm. like a very kind kind of person yeah, in it and she's very it. hard done, you know she's someone who was picked on when she was younger and she's yeah that's it she, yeah. you know she's going to be a nice person because anyone mm. that's picked on when they're younger they but, do tend to yeah. be nice to but even when even though she's like um, uh, what you call it, competitive and yeah. stuff she's like it's not the, it's it's endearing rather yeah. than annoying like yeah but it's like, always she, like with that she became yeah she became yeah. a bit too like domineering rather yeah. than endearing if you know what yeah. I mean yeah and Rachel kind of became a bit of a slut mm. and you know it yeah. was just that whole thing with Gavin as well mm. and it, that was just bizarre and mm. he just didn't he was a bit of a wooden plank on yeah, yeah at all but you see I think they kept doing that they kept trying to bring in outside people for the love interest and all the rest and they kind of figured that it didn't really work the only ones that did tend to was Janice yeah 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 Janice I, I kept she on was in every back. season yeah, she was brilliant she kept on boomeranging back yeah. into the group and it was she was hilarious every time she came back mm. because it was like they just couldn't get away from her and it's just that voice yeah. and that person it was, it was just kind of like the way that she was She like she was aware of how much Chandler hated her yeah and but so, she loved and it Joe, took yeah. glee in it yeah. even like when she was with Ross and she mm. was like only one left to go Joe <laughs> 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 There was, that, there was one episode near the end where I was fucking really really doing my head and cracking up with it whereas when they were like locked in the thing and they were trying to get in and Joey put he, they were like don't let Joey look at you his eyes he can talk you into doing anything and it was Joey had his head in and his eyes all open <laughs> <laughs> he was like open the door just look <laughs> yeah, at me and they were like don't look at him <laughs> 
But even with that, I mean, Janice, she set up, she got set up as this really annoying, horrible mm. character. But even at that, she she actually turned out very likable in the end because, you know, while she was a bit shrill, she was nasal, she had that god-awful mm. laugh and the, the horrible sort of attitude. She actually was still genuinely very caring. And when she came up against like Monica and Chandler when they were a couple, she was yeah. always there for him. She was always giving him advice and encouraging him on. And anytime Chandler were kind of like trying, that's know. what it was. Chandler always actually came across as the horrible. Yeah, yeah, he basically was bullying her kind of thing mm. and like being horrible. And eventually, when Chandler was like, he's pretending he still had feelings for her. Mm. She's like, no, I can't be around you. This is terrible. What about Monica and I? But mm. you know, she was kind of the standout character in the whole thing. But that know? was to take a bit like when you do look back at it, it was very superficial. A lot of the writing in it mm. as well. Whereas like when they did it in Seinfeld it was to highlight how horrible mm. of, of person Jerry really was at the core where it's like he'd break up with someone mm. even though she had a great personality and he was mad about her just because she had big hands Yeah. whereas in this it was like no this is normal like everything mm. it's, it should be on face value mm. so with Chandler and um, Janice it was always because uh, Janice's laugh it was never mm. about her personality or kind mm. of anything you know it was just yeah you know, and the, there was constantly that would come oh, like, well, was all about as well. Like, Joey was a horrific part. He was just like, yeah, he just like sidled up to like, and he admitted himself like it's like interns, so they're like way yeah. younger than him and all the rest. He yeah. sidles up, gets you know, sort of how are you doing and all the rest. Yeah. Sleeps with them, and that's it. Never calls him the next yeah. day, and he's got this absolute parade of women around the city that are like after being jilted mm. by him, used and discarded, and it's actually getting so bad that he ends up circling around and starts hitting on the same women again, or their flatmates. Yeah. And he's like, how dare they not remember me? It's like, he should, have, he should really have had AIDS. That's how they should have finished friends was with like yeah, Joey Dine on AIDS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with AIDS. Yeah. Or so he yeah, had some sort of horrible... You know, yeah, and then they're like, oh my God. Yeah. We, we get him a blood transfusion. Or I got a blood transfusion off him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I like there was a lot of stuff. But did they get away with it? Well, they do because you see at the other point as well, they have the they have the whole trope of, well, Joey's a loyal friend. Mm. You know, he was always like, no, that I can't was it. They have that. the redeeming factors. Yeah. But like even say... It's people might say, oh well, it was Albert's time, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like because Seinfeld was before Friends, and mm-hmm. like I mean, they robbed a lot of episodes off of Seinfeld as well. Like mm-hmm. nearly blatantly robbed yeah, stories yeah. from Seinfeld, but like Seinfeld, they had one episode where they kind of like um, were talking about because it was never like a thing about people being gay. They'd never be like, oh, you're gay or anything mm-hmm. like that. Where it was a thing where George and Jerry were mistaken as a gay couple, mm-hmm. and they'd always be not that not there's anything, anything wrong, wrong with them, not that where they just, just wanted they yeah. wanted to get it across saying we are not fucking like mocking yeah. anyone for their sexuality or that we're, this is not that kind of show where it's like a lot of friends jokes for a while was around kind of like you know oh you're gay oh, exactly yeah they give each other a hug and they'll be like oh this is a bit gay let's do yeah. a manly handshake kind of a thing but uh, I suppose again it like I mean it is of its time it was of its time that would have been the, it was very laddish culture back then as well yeah. lads laddish culture as well everyone was very like oh, yeah, mm. it's not as if it was insane hatred or anything mm. like that but that's because they had a number of characters anyway in it that would have been sort of you know a little bit flamboyant a little bit you know mm. unusual and all it was nearly always waiters mm. that's true gay. I suppose it was yeah. nearly always or kind of like they'd have like and a, the hilarious a thing was they'd, Gunther you would have thought would have been like the absolute stereotype mm. of a gay person but he was mad about Rachel you know mm. so you have all of this well, kind poor of Gunther is dead as well oh yeah yeah and it was lovely seeing him at the reunion he was so happy to be back yeah it was quite obvious as well why he was on Zoom kind of like afterwards because like he would have died shortly afterwards mm. like the poor guy but yeah the reunion special was mm. weird like when it, that was coming out at the time I thought oh they're going to do um, another one episode. final episode yeah but it was um, just them sitting down with that James Corden asshole oh yeah god James Corden mm. was even like he was rushing through it and he was just mm. oh, like that you could tell he had like shit, cards like. that he wanted to hit I have yeah. a question to ask and I want yeah. to ask it I was like this is my show yeah. and it's like no it's not piss yeah. off yeah. Um, but uh, it's it was weird especially just after finishing the show yeah because I think um, the first time we watched it that was our second time watching the Euro yeah. special the first time we just watched it it was like oh god yeah mm. and it was like literally we went from being late 20 something roles to like 50 something yeah. roles and we were like, like watching it every jarring. day for yeah. like the last month maybe yeah. um, and so then it was a very jarring jump you're kind of like wow time time really does yeah. you know rule all things it, it, mm. it, it was weird mm. where you kind of go fuck it that much time has passed since it was where was it I think it was 2002 or 2003 was yeah last you're talking episode, like 20 so 40, odd years yeah. ago yeah so. um, it's, it's crazy that it still holds up yeah. you remember like in the 80s if we were looking at stuff from the 70s or, mm. or the, yeah, the like 60s yeah like taxi or something like that yeah um, 
Well, taxi would have still been like only mm. 10 years old. I suppose, like we, yeah, and, that's true. But, you know, the, say, I don't know, say stuff like Steptoe and fucking Son. Or, oh, yeah, that's you know, true, yeah. Bewitched. Yeah. Um, um, where it's like just like from a totally, totally a different era. But yeah. that's the kind of the odd thing, because as I said, you do, you've got like Gen Z and they're all like, they're, they're re-watching Friends and mm. they're enjoying it. And it's kind of like, you know, you don't see him going back watching Cheers, for example. You mm. don't see him going back watching, you know, any of those older ones. Or, mm. You know, MASH even or something like that, you know, it's like, no. Oh, God, MASH. Even mm. when MASH was on at the time, I don't, mm. MASH was very adult. Yeah. I think, wasn't it? I think that's where Cheers probably goes wrong mm. as well. It was very, because like people were a little bit old, but it always seemed, and it's very much focused around the bar. Mm. And like, I mean, Cheers is brilliant. People really should go back looking it is, at Cheers. It's great, yeah. Um, like, it's, I think probably the first couple of seasons with Diane and mm. it wasn't. I think when Kirstie Alley came into it, mm. that's when the show they really, really fucking yeah. became itself because Kirstie Alley was basically the female version of Sam. Mm. Um, and it was like, he's equal. And as well, Sam got stupider in it mm. and Woody and it, they all just got a bit stupider yeah. and there was like one of the, the fucking my favourite bit out of Cheers was I remember and there were, this was like a common thing in Cheers in a couple of episodes you'd have conversations like this where it was like Cliff and Norm were sitting down and Cliff just turned around to Norm and started talking about you know that Casper the friendly ghost <laughs> Yeah. And like you know um, yeah. he said how come like it always ends or it starts off with a meet new kids but at the end of the episode he's like and they're like I think he secretly devours the children <laughs> he's feasting on their so you know it, it's just just his random yeah. things yeah actually funny enough I think most of the cast of Cheers are probably around the same age as the cast of Friends as well they probably were they were a lot were, younger than but that but yeah. I know for a fact Norm and um, Cliff were only in their early 30s like when yeah. and like looking at it now you're kind of like jeez they look like they they're seem in their a lot, 50s yeah. and they like Norm is um, Jason Sudeikis mm. is uncle yeah that's what's um, a big comedy yeah. talent but like Sam is because Sam was such a lech and a oh, creep yeah. he's basically Joey probably except much worse yeah. a bit more sort of I don't want to say rapier but a little bit more yeah but that was the thing kind of like from I think when Kirstie Alley came into it whoever took over with the writing as mm. well they got into it where he's more of a buffoon and things were going wrong for him yeah. and as well there was always this thing about Ten Dancing being bald this mm. joke about um, where he wasn't but like yeah. was this, so they used to play up to that in the show there was a lot of really really good stuff in mm. Cheers but yeah like you were saying they seemed older I think yeah. we're with friends it is a it is I think yeah. yeah I think that's why it was such a big hit because the age group they were targeting at were their own age and that little bit younger so teenagers who that, that was what they were aspiring to in the mm. next stage like I can't wait to move out of home it's going to be cool hanging out with all my friends and we can mm. go down the coffee house and we you know all of this stuff and I think that's probably why it hit so well with that particular cohort it's like mm. it's oh it's our lives on screen kind of thing and like they're actually kind of having fun and they're out doing things and in fairness they actually address quite a lot of weighty topics as well like you know um, thinking about you know sort of abortion um, surrogacy mm-hmm. infertility all of that kind of stuff you know sort of death they well, that's, I think they, really they handled stuff. that very well like mm. uh, with the, the infertility stuff with yeah. the Chandler and Monica that's it and um, I mean even like you go back to the very first episode or two um, Ross's wife um, she discovers she's a lesbian and yeah. you know he handles that so well I know it's played for comedy as well mm. but they actually handle it well he's co-parenting a child with his ex-partner who was after shacking up with the, her lesbian lover and mm. I mean it was just it normalised I think a lot of those kind of relationships as well which I thought was quite nice yeah, you know? they, 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 yeah there was never really any it was more just so the thing that Susan was after um, was it Susan was the Susan, girlfriend yeah, yeah. Um, that she was after coming in and breaking up the marriage mm. uh, thing but there was like a, but there was no there judgment there were some really funny jokes actually kind of there was yeah. indeed but there was no judgement about being you know sort of divorce pair. like I know there was a whole running gag of like Jesus Russell marry and anything divorcer, yeah. exactly yeah but there was no sort of stigma attached to well we're co-parent and separate you know mm. we're sort of you know Ben will be with me one week and he'll be with his mum the next week and it kind of established nice supportive because they were supportive parents and they supported mm. each other as well as wanting the best for their kid rather than the whole trope of like you know ah oh, fucking you know sort of my baby mama and she's demanding this and you know yeah. way a lot of other shows are portrayed like our deadbeat father or whatever they're all very much involved mm. in each other's lives and very supportive you know but, well, that, that, that is true actually that, mm. that, that's a good point for, I suppose that's a dyke but that was like the 90s mm. wasn't it where you did have there were still a lot of these hang ups where it was mm. like well not hang ups but like you know say gay jokes and mm. fucking kind of, you know people were and it was kind of new because like I mean as well people mightn't realise this but like it was illegal to be gay in a lot of countries mm. at, like western countries not just like fucking Russia yeah. um, and places so like gay marriage is only legalised in Ireland recently like in the last yeah. five years or and, something 
we're one of the first fucking countries to do it. Like, I mean, people could get blessings and stuff yeah, like exactly. that, or all about, like, you know, Official. recognized by state and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, so, like, at that time, mm. for a lot of people, it was new because a lot of people were in closets, or it was like an underground thing, yeah. or it was a hidden kind of a thing. Mm. Um, and yet, even like, I mean, they, they had the whole lesbian wedding thing, but it was done so tastefully. Like, you yeah. know, it was just the two women turned up looking beautiful, looking feminine. Mm. They had a fantastic, beautiful, tasteful wedding as such. And again, it wasn't the trope of, like, oh, well, which one is wearing the pants and which one yeah. is the man, and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. It's like, no. No, we're just two mm. women who happen to be in love with each other. Yeah. You know, it's very nice. Excuse me, very well handled, I think, you know. Well, that's like a bit um, kind of going off the boat. Like with uh, The Last of Us um, mm. for um, What's-His-Face from fucking Parks and Rec. He was in it with the moustache. My God, I can't think of his name. No, not coming to me. But, but yeah. you know, the, the guy where it was the gay relationship yes. in that. Mm. I thought, like... For me, I thought, Jesus, they should have more mm, uh, of this that in shows screen. because it, it's uh, just so normalized. Yeah, yeah, where it's like you know, it's not mm. like queer eye for the straight guy or something. Yeah, like and that. it's not put down as a talking point either. It's just this is just another yeah, relationship just a that happens relationship, to be going like, yeah. on, like yeah. Um, and I think it's nice as well for like me. Nick Offerman. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's nice for I think people to know they're being represented and they're being represented just you know sort of in normal lives rather than like mm. oh look I'm a character on the telly they're going to use me as you know sort of oh, exactly. there's the black it's, one there's be, the gay one there's the, their sexuality you know, should be secondary to yeah. the, the character like or mm. the, the story and stuff like it, it is a, a, in real life as such yeah. like you know you don't go around telling people like hey do you know I'm straight and married to a man <laughs> yeah. you know it's like, like yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's just ridiculous but um, yeah. I suppose, like, I mean, they were ahead with a lot of mm. stuff. And, and even as well, I suppose, that the single mothers at the time were, mm. like... That's what I mean. There was no there was nearly this stigma thing. against... Yeah. But what you would have had on some new show or talk mm. shows. There was like shows like Sally Jesse, Raphael, and Jenny Jones. Remember oh God, that? yeah. Um, and they'd have things on like where they nearly try and villainize mm. uh, single mothers as all these single mothers are destroying the world and mm. destroying the country with their. That's and, it. You know, and yet you have the likes of when you know, sort of when Rachel ended up having Emma. You know, mm. she was co-parent with Ross, but if she didn't turn into your stereotypical, you know, sort of single mother that you see on the telly, mm. she was still all about no, I'm going to have a career, but I'm going to do. It while also being a good mum and I'm going to have family support and I'm going to link mm. it you know which is just healthy yeah. kind of, you know sort of portrayal of well, it was, I think it, it caught kind of like say our generations and mm. the generation slightly ahead of us is kind of like the way things actually was mm. in real life mm. like obviously not with the fucking money to, because that's the thing that happened with friends I think yeah. at the start it was like alright they're all broke they don't have money and stuff and then all of a sudden they like mm. became a fucking and of course then people you had to kind of go that yeah. trajectory and I suppose then you can take money out of it so money mm. isn't part of a storyline so you can do whatever the fuck you want Yeah. Um, whereas like you know for a lot of our generation especially in the 90s it was like no one had money yeah that was like the boom was over there mm. was no fucking boom there were, things were shit and yeah, it was everyone just like was yeah, unemployed yeah, yeah that was it but that I suppose they did they always had to address that why how did Monica have such a fantastic apartment mm. slap bang in the middle of New York and it's like oh it used to be my grandma's and I'm subletting and you know it was rent controlled mm. and you know nowadays jeez you can imagine that apartment in oh New god, York yeah, oh yeah. god my god sure we were looking at that thing was it on Vice or maybe New York Post or so, some kind of YouTube thing where they were like oh it was like a small apartment and it was oh, three and a half like, grand yeah. or something a month yeah it's and it was just like money. what yeah. Um, but yeah it's yeah. I don't know it, it's I mean it was a phenomenon that ran for probably a decade you know and didn't yeah. kind of lose momentum across it didn't the lose whole momentum at all well. like I could never really get into the Big Bang Theory and no, it was one of those shows it. where he told because it was at a time where nerd culture started to become mm. and like I mean it would be like what would be considered nerd mm. I remember looking at a couple of episodes going like this doesn't represent no. this is like fucking actually insulting yeah. um, to where it's just mocking people and as well it's just I don't know Maybe if you got into it, but like I can't say, I know it's massive and it's mm. a global phenomenon as well, but I don't think it's up there with friends. I don't think in 10 years' time people will be rewatching another be generation will discover it. it, yeah. yeah. Um, with it, I don't see how it could appeal to as many people. I think as, as well, well, it's probably a bit too pop cultural, kind of referential as well. Friends yeah. is just 
you know, I don't think you need to know stuff about the 90s to get it. It's just about people making their way in life kind of a thing, you know, and kind of their friendship bonds and, you know, growing up a little bit. There And there's not all these, like, throwaway references to, like, oh, did you see what Superman did? And, you know, let's talk about, you know, there's no direct As well, there's no political things. references no. as well, which yeah. as well, I think, keeps it... Yeah, it keeps it fresh, yeah, doesn't it? Out of time, yeah. yeah. Um, which is what I was surprised because, like, I mean... <laughs> They didn't address 9-11. 9-11 would have happened mm. when they were filming it mm. in New York and there was no... Like, I mean, I think they're probably right not because, like... Yeah. And especially at the time, it was a lot... You know, people were like, how do you address it even? So yeah. it's like, best to keep going and keep, you know, the New York, their little corner of New yeah. York safe and sound. But that's why people are dealing with that shit in real life. And they yeah. wanted escapism. They yeah, want to fuck be turned exactly on an episode of Friends and... Having to see, oh God, yeah, that's a disaster. Yeah, people talk, dealing in. with trauma and stuff, yeah. you know? That's it, yeah. And mm. there's other shows for that. Yes, exactly. Like Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yes. Mm. Bloody Bajorans. I was just going to say, oh, genocide. Got to our planet. <laughs> terrible altogether, yeah. But again, I mean, you have the whole thing as well, like Phoebe discovering her family and, you know, sort of deadbeat dad and you mm. know, all these kind of things as well, where it's, you kind of, you get vested into people's like emotional journey and you get vested in kind of going, geez, I hope she does find you. Yeah, well, Phoebe's whole journey yeah. of having the, the triplets mm. as well. For her, st- her stepmother, yeah. yeah. I mean, like you have, there's so many different relationships going on the whole time, mm. like, and they're all kind of carried out quite, kind of, I don't know, realistically, I suppose, mm. probably the best way to put it. Even though you do, like, I mean, her, her stepbrother, Frank, is just such an over-the-top character. Mm. But at the same point, it's kind of believable. He went to... Oh, God, I can't think of that chap. Giovanni. Like, yeah, Rabisi. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he went on to be very he serious was very, actor. Yeah. And just kind of, like, yeah. very well-respected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was. Like, he was at the time as well. I think when he, you know, after the first season, when he came back, he would have been fairly, mm. fairly well-respected at that stage, you know? So it is such a weird thing to see him playing this fucking lunatic loser, I suppose. Mm. <laughs> Who I always felt sorry for was Mona in it. Oh, God, yeah. Because, like, Mona was... She was so She cool. did nothing she and so she was just, yeah. She was so lovely and yet all the time she just got shot on, shot on, shot on. <laughs> Yeah, and she was just like, uh. yeah. Uh, fair enough, like. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I mean, like, overall... Friends, yeah. Don't episode. watch it. Uh, it's, well, it have to be leather trousers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, well, I think the, the routine you said that always. Oh, the dance me. routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cracks me up no end, and it's just because the two of them look so fucking goofy doing it, like, and they mm. really get into it as well. And you can picture like, oh god, Ross and Monica doing that when they were kids, like you know. I think the sandwich one as well. Yes. That fucking like not Ross, Joey's sandwich, Ross's sandwich. Yeah, yeah where he's like, somebody my sound then kind of with the the my sister. <laughs> Yeah. and it's just a reaction to your those see episodes mm. where Ross was like an awful lot of them were Ross standout yeah. episodes like I mean even like I was showing you a joke you didn't get it there recently and it was um, an ad for like furniture movers and I was like oh, yeah, you know yeah, pivot pivot, pivot. Mm. and you're like what but again another sta- mm. it's just so stupid like but it's so yeah, we've all been there we've all done it we've mm. all tried to bring a fucking sofa up the stairs and we've, like I mean you've been the one going pay my fucking this yeah. what I'm saying but um, yes I, I do think most of the standout episodes mm. are probably the synthesizer one as well yes oh I think God. it was just fucking hilarious yeah. yeah but it is it's mostly Ross like mm. I can't think of like say standalone episodes with like I mean there's, there's, but see that's the thing there's hundreds of fucking episodes and there's, and a, I suppose there's loads of moments good, like. as well that laws you know Joey wearing all the Chandler's clothes you mm. know just how is that the opposite that's not the opposite you know mm. but you just have all these really stupid moments you know? things that end up becoming part of, like the vocabulary of mm. kind of like people like going commando I think that's still yeah 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 um, I think and I, like, I, th- I do think that was like a friend's creation Possibly, I don't yeah. think you know there was a lot of mm, floopy as well I suppose yeah, yeah. people would use terminology like that Phoebe smelly cat but that was yeah. the thing whenever there was like Phoebe centric episodes it was always yeah they all a turned bit, a bit silly didn't they I yeah, think, yeah or it wasn't really mm. overly keen on like the one where Chrissy Hines showed mm. up and started yeah singing so you know where it was just it was really Bizarre. kind of a thing kind of like oh let's shoehorn Chrissy Hines and, yeah. and it's like fuck my Chrissy she must have had an album out at the time yeah um I suppose it's just some people just like to turn like Danny DeVito turn up as a stripper you know yeah that was yeah. that was nearly prototype Frank Reynolds oh, wasn't that's it? it yeah you could see it straight away that's you know he's descended into Frank I think at that mm. stage already in his career yeah well I suppose sweet moments in it I, I think um 
uh, Chandler and uh, Monica getting together. Mm. The, the, those kind of part where the wedding is where yeah. was quite nice. Yeah, the proposal, like, all of yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, you have all these like really nice standout moments. Mm. And yeah, I, I think even just sort of the relationship between Chandler and Joey as well. You know, oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're bros for life. Like you know, mm. the chick and the duck. Mm. You know, and of course you have all this like cast of kind of supporting characters as well. Like you've got Traeger, you know, sort of mm. the janitor, and he's like, I just want to learn how to dance to impress a woman, you know, and it mm. just turns out he's a really nice guy and just a bit misunderstood. But that's, as it went on, there was less and less supporting characters mm. or people that stayed in on it. Like mm. Mike stayed in it, obviously. Yeah. For, like, uh, but obviously that they'd introduce people to be just in a relationship see, yeah. and just nearly get rid of them, discard of them, like mm. two or three episodes into it. Like, um, what's his name, Michael? He, oh God, he was in. Um, uh, true romance. Uh, he was going with Phoebe. He was the cop in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I can't even think of his name. But that yeah. was like because it did seem like that it goes, and then just as soon as they moved in, yeah, no, done. It yeah. was over and done with. Mm. And it was just like there, nowhere you kind of go. There must have been something because like that happened in Seinfeld mm. with poor Susan, oh, and God, like they yeah. did the whole season with her, and yeah. then they were like they never said who was complaining, saying that she didn't fit. Yeah. Um, but she was just killed off, like yeah. And they killed her off, and it was like Jesus. Christ like I mean it was it was brilliant for it served the story really well mm. and it was like the kind of thing that would happen to George so it fit that well mm. but like for her that just I think it would have been interesting if she did live mm. and seeing George married and mm. you know just him being miserable yeah. married um, with it, that he couldn't get out of it mm. uh, would have been although like you know it was just George's character was fucking great like mm. but huh, I don't know. Mm. but it's like after looking back at like 10, 11 episodes over about the space of a month. Episodes? You mean seasons? Oh yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I think I'm really, really surprised how well it held up. Yeah. Like I haven't looked at it, or we haven't looked at it in a long time. Really, really liked it. Mm. I look at it, I feel kind of nearly lost. Yeah, after we're kind of, what's we've yeah. on now? Exactly. Or so uh, just sitting down, oh, it's one of an episode of Friends. Because when you try and think of something to put on to replace it, like mm. it doesn't seem like there's well, anything. As well, as well with Friends, I think it, it is one of these things, it has a true storyline, as in it through arc that you know things happen things develop and all the rest but you can throw on any episodes of Friends oh, God, and just yeah, sit yeah, down yeah. and just dip in wherever you want it mm. doesn't have to be oh God to start from the beginning like I don't know what's going mm. on it's like it's six people they're friends shit happens funny shit mm. happens and that's oh, it oh mac and cheese that's oh, yeah. I loved mac and cheese <laughs> and the robot was so terrible <laughs> and poor Joey got offended the robot yeah. so much like yeah but yeah it's, it's very hard to replace it like mm. like when it, I think at the time probably t- took it for granted it, how mm. good it was yeah um, and it's only afterwards when you see that like there really hasn't there's been there's not a, show a lot of shows that have hit the out. same pinnacle no like I think Shit's Creek was brilliant but mm. it's brilliant in a different totally different it is, way and it didn't have the whole it didn't because I suppose of the nature of watching TV nowadays mm. and people are streaming it's not being seen at the same time every mm. week it doesn't have the same cultural kind of zeitgeisty kind mm. of thing and people are like I mean your brother watched it like two years before we discovered it I'd say yeah. as well you know but you don't get these chances no, to you talk don't, about everyone's it with everyone, where yeah. it was like, like newspapers covering yeah. um, kind of like Ross and Rachel and stuff mm. at the time well, they won't they, but yeah. like even I don't yeah but it's, it's just but even just as a show itself mm. Um, taking the streaming aspect aside like we've gone off and look at new show and even say Brooklyn Nine-Nine mm. which people were saying was going to be you know well I thought it'd be like a replacement for The Office mm. it wasn't yeah. I did, didn't really I wouldn't look at that show yeah. again no um, and like two of us big fans of Andy Samberg yeah I'm not saying it's a bad show but it's just you kind of yeah you watch, it one, well, you watch it once and it's kind of like yeah you'll laugh at it but you're kind of like I'm not going to rewatch this yeah. a million times I think like it's more Parks friends. and Rec yeah. schmaltzy yeah. as opposed to where The Office it's bizarre and now the office had a bit of a fucking edge yeah. um, mm. to it uh, but you know there's very like if anyone has any recommendations for comedy mm. shows to start watching please like you know share them with us because yes. like uh, like Always Sunny is probably favourite probably one of our favourites yeah, yeah. I would imagine yeah. um, probably because like I think most Irish people say it like they lived that life yeah, they always exactly. sunny in Philadelphia life at some stage or another mm. hanging around the bar you know yeah and just being um, awful awful people yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah there just doesn't seem to be yeah nothing to replace friends anything will there. they be there for you they'll always be there for you friends <laughs> oh god <laughs> but yeah look if people want to share their views on it leave a mm. comment below or kind of message us somewhere we're over on Instagram mm. um, we're on uh, X Twitter as well mm. if you want to pop over there and uh, yeah we'll talk to you but so like yeah really? until next week Perfect.
What was that? That was a clap, 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 clap. You sound like you're uh, murdering a, a duck. <laughs> but uh, yes, goodbye.